In August 2013, President Obama vetoed an ITC remedy that would have banned the import of some older models of the iPhone and iPad that infringed two of Samsung's patents. Both patents had been declared as essential to certain telecommunications standards. That result dealt a blow to Samsung in its ongoing patent disputes with Apple. Some suggest this marks a new era of presidential oversight of ITC decisions. Others say it's a more narrow decision that is mostly relevant to companies wanting to use standards-essential patents at the ITC. Finnegan partner Smith Brittingham joins us now to discuss the implications of the presidential veto. Smith, can you start us off with an overview of the case? This case was one of many cases between Apple and Samsung in various forums and, frankly, throughout the world. The particular complaint that we're talking about here was filed in uh, June of 2011 by Samsung against Apple, and it became an ITC case called Certain Electronic Devices, including Wireless Communication Devices, case number 794. In that case, Samsung asserted five patents, and of particular note, two of them were uh, related to the 3G telecommunication standard. Not coincidentally, Apple filed a complaint against Samsung in the ITC about a week later, and that did ultimately also become an ITC case. At any rate, in Samsung's case, after the uh, trial, the ALJ ultimately agreed that at least two of the patents were infringed, and they happened to be the patents that were standards essential or declared to the standards body that covers these telecommunication standards. The commission reviewed that, took a lot of comments from various entities, not just the parties, but also other companies in the field uh, and even governmental entities, about whether or not a standards essential patent could be used to get an injunctive style remedy in the ITC. The issue there being that when you declare a patent to a standard, generally speaking, you commit to licensing that patent on fair, reasonable, non-discriminatory basis that's sometimes referred to as FRAND. So the commission considered all those issues and ultimately decided they did not prevent Samsung from getting a remedy and issued an exclusion order based on one of the standards essential patents. Then what happens in an ITC case is that any remedy from an ITC case is reviewed by the president. And really, when we say the president, we really mean the U.S. trade representative who has delegated the duty to review these kinds of ITC orders. And what happened was that the U.S. Trade Representative issued a letter saying he disapproved of this remedy. And therefore, even though Samsung won the case and there was an exclusion order issued by the ITC, in the end, the president said that is not going to be enforced. And so that's really what happened. Smith, can you explain why this was a significant milestone at the ITC? So it's a significant milestone because this hardly ever happens. There have only been about five disapprovals by the U.S. Trade Representative or the President in the history of 337 since it was implemented in its modern form in 1974. And uh, there had not been a disapproval since 1987. So over 25 years had passed, and the President had never stepped in to disapprove of an ITC remedy. And there were many people who thought the President would never step in and disapprove of an ITC remedy. However, this proved that, in fact, that step of the process, even though rarely used, is still in play, and one still has to take it into account. How did this presidential veto affect the case? So in this case, presidential veto is unappealable. You can't can't 
try and get it overturned anywhere. So for purposes of the actual ITC case that Samsung had brought against Apple, that case was essentially over. There is actually an appeal going on from that case on another patent uh, that Samsung lost on. And not surprisingly, Apple is arguing that there should be no, there's no need to go forward with that appeal because it doesn't matter. You're still not going to get a remedy at the end of the case because of the same factors that the, the president looked at in connection with the standards essential patent. So for Samsung at the ITC, the case was over. Samsung can still go forward with that same case and those same patents in the district court. And in fact, the United States Trade Representative letter mentioned that very fact, saying that this does not leave Samsung without a remedy entirely, just without a remedy at the ITC. And finally, Smith, will the veto have a ripple effect on other cases in the future? Well, so that's the $64,000 question. Some people think this marks an indication that the president is going to step in more often in, in 337 cases. And other people say, no, 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 it was really only because of this unique standards essential patent issue. And I think the truth is somewhere slightly in between. I don't think this is going to mean that the president or the United States Trade Representative is going to look really closely at every garden variety exclusion order that comes out of the ITC. And in fact, that Apple case that I said was filed just a week after uh, against Samsung had a similar effect on, on things like how many phones would be excluded, the sort of products that, was there, that were involved. And yet, since there was no standards essential patent being asserted in that Apple case, the trade representative did not disapprove of what the ITC ultimately issued as an exclusion order in the Apple case against Samsung. So that seems clear that it's not going to mean that, oh, in, in all cases, the president's really going to start stepping in. On the other hand, if you look at what Apple argued in the case that Samsung brought, Apple was arguing that the ITC's position on standards essential patents and specifically whether you could get injunctive style remedy for those kinds of patents, contradicted other government agencies' statements on that exact topic. The Department of Justice had come out slightly differently. The FTC had come out differently. The Patent Office had come out differently. There were district court cases that said you couldn't get injunctions on uh, standards essential patents. So what the president seemed to be doing was looking at a much broader issue, and that is, is the U.S. governmental enforcement of this issue consistent across the entire government? And he found that the, the ITC was out of step with other government agencies. Now, it certainly would have that effect in the standards essential patent area, but it's conceivable there could be other areas where that same kind of consistency across the government could be an issue and might end up requiring disapproval by the president. So, I think this may provide a roadmap to people on a way to get the president interested in a particular issue that might be in your ITC case. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily limited to standards essential patents, but I also don't think it means wholesale review by the president of a wide range of ITC cases. Our guest has been Smith Brittingham, a partner at Finnegan, one of the largest IP law firms in the world. For more commentary on intellectual property news and issues, to listen to other podcasts, and to receive additional information on the firm, please visit www.finnegan.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Finnegan.